Welcome to day 174 of Rockless 365 Days of the Bible. Today I wanted to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in 2 Chronicles chapter 10 to chapter 12, with a focus on 2 Chronicles chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. But when Rehoboam was firmly established and strong, he abandoned the law of the Lord, and all of Israel followed him in his sin. Because they were unfaithful to the Lord, King Shishak of Egypt came up and attacked Jerusalem in the fifth year of King Rehoboam's reign. He came with 1,200 chariots and 60,000 horses and a countless army of foot soldiers, including Lebanon, Shekiks, and Ethiopians. Shiek conquered Judah's fortified cities and then advanced to attack Jerusalem. The prophet Shemiah then met with Reboam and Judah's leaders who had all fled to Jerusalem because of Sheik. Shemiah told them, This is what the Lord says. You have abandoned me, so I am abandoning you. Then the leaders of Israel and the king humbled themselves and said, The Lord is right in doing this to us. When the Lord saw their change of heart, he gave this message to Shemiah. Since the people have humbled themselves, I will not completely destroy them and soon give them some relief. I will not use Shiak to pour out my anger on Jerusalem, but they will become his subjects so that they know the difference between serving me and serving earthly rulers. So what we're told is the uh, northern tribes under the other king, they worship so many pagan gods and idols, and the Levites wanted to worship God and weren't allowed to. And so they went and they followed uh, Solomon's son so that they could do their priestly duties. We're told that they so much wanted to follow God that they gave up their pasture lands that they were meant to use to cultivate food and have some measure of security for themselves since they weren't given an actual territorial part of their land as uh, their heritage. And what we're told is that for three years, uh, the king did, in fact, follow God's laws and did what was right in God's sight. And unfortunately, though, like his father, he turned from God's ways. He married multiple women. He started doing such terrible things that we're told that he practiced worse uh, ritual sacrifices than the pagans who originally inherited the land. And you think about what we know historically and biblically of what those tribes did. It, it, the audacity, really, and the, the sometimes it's mind-numbing to think you, you've been given measures of prosperity and protection, and you throw it away again and again, and you see what happens when you throw it away. The other thing that you see is, while he was serving God, uh, King Rehoboam, I always say it in a weird way, he fortifies, he does wise things, and he fortifies the cities, and he builds them up. He doesn't have much of a kingdom left, but he fortifies what he does have. And while he anoints, or not anoints, appoints one of his sons to go and be the king after him, to his many other sons, he gives them cities to take charge of. He shows some levels of wisdom and discernment so that there's not the same level of strife between his sons that we've seen in other passages of Scripture. And yet then still makes the foolish decision to abandon God. But then when God brings judgment upon him, shows the contriteness to say, God's right in doing this. 
But that one, that last verse, oh, that hits. That hits right at the core. I'll let him be subject to the Egyptian king so that they can see the difference between serving me and serving an earthly ruler. And it's made me ponder, what is it about us that we sometimes forget how good God is? How good his ways are in the long run. Listen, sin has its appeal. That's why people do it. Sin to someone who's not living closely to God or not trying to build a deeper relationship with God has its appeal. Sin has its appeal to people who are trying to serve God with their whole heart. It entices the sinful human flesh of us. But it's only appealing for a season. The long run is never as satisfying as the great sustaining power of what God can give us. And we see this time and time again. We saw this with Solomon and his many wives. And we see this with King Rehoboam and what, what happens throughout his rule. We see this in both the northern and the southern kingdom. And God makes all the kings the same promise. If you follow my commands and do my decrees, I will establish you forever. God is looking for those who will follow him wholeheartedly. No if answer but and and the reward he promises to all these people that he rises up is the same one i'll establish you i'll give you all that you want if you follow me and it's you know we we see time and time again in the old testament and even in in modern day what happens when we i don't want to say grow too big for god because god is the biggest but when we think we've outgrown god that's when we're in trouble So today, if you are in a season where maybe you're feeling God is far or maybe you're doing pretty good, hear the stories of Scripture today. And rather than build up your cities and your kingdoms, build up your heart. Build up the protection around your heart. Be in the Word. Be in prayer. Be around those who are going to lift you up. That's the challenge today. Make sure you're building up the right defenses, the spiritual ones. Be in prayer. Be in the word. There's no better time investment than this discipline. It'll have dividends. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in the spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.